0: Ladies and gentlemen, Friday episode, good company, 3sb.co. One good question, where we take your question from Discord, the community, the family. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, go to 50%facts.com, uh, join the Discord there, and then on the left, you'll see one good question. Basically, every Wednesday, we got a regular episode, and Friday, we answer one of y'all's questions. And I haven't chosen one yet. We're literally scrolling right now. Hmm. But. What do we got? We talked about steroids. Uh-huh. Here's one, specifically for Jim, but we'll da- we'll dance around. Okay. It says, Jim, as someone that's pivoted from a traditional career into more of a fitness gym ownership content creation, what were the trade-offs? Is there a best time in life to do it or anything that specifically made you successful? Um, for Mike, along the same lines, but if you did a nine-to-five, could you see yourself doing one? That's an interesting
1: question. I... I haven't had like a traditional job job in a long time. Um, When uh, a couple different things happened at the same time, I was working for a big healthcare company and um, uh, they went through a merger and suddenly I didn't have a job. And at the same time, I got a kid who got sick with an illness that was very difficult for us to figure out what was going on. That took like 10 years. and, And my wife had a super stable career um in which she was making an increasing amount of money and so like I was home a, a lot for a long time and that's kind of how I started consulting was I, I could do that around you know trying to be there for my kids and whatever um, and so I, I you know I lived in the corporate world but it's been a long time since I since I did that um I can't say that we didn't we never worried about money but it wasn't you know we were seldom in a dire
0: situation at that at, at that point, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, um, that's like, number one, you even said the word stability. Yeah. I feel like when people think nine to five, that's got to be the number one benefit I'd imagine. Right. He is having a regular- But even period. that, I feel like because of the day and age we live in has changed. Yeah. You know? And then I started doing media stuff,
1: you know, just YouTube stuff in 0- 05, 06, 06, I guess. And- um. Um, I had no idea if that was ever going to be anything. Yeah. And um, in terms of making money off of that part of it, I haven't very much, you know, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, always,
0: ev- I mean, I've talked about that in terms of YouTube and stuff. Like, I think people have it skewed on how much money you make doing that. Yeah, you have to be really at the
1: top levels. Yeah. You have to be in the, like, the top 1% or half of 1% to really be making money.
0: Yeah, we're talking 100,000 views. Multiple videos a week consistently, and then you can make a living purely off right media. Media right. It, it's it's a lot. Um,
1: podcast made a reasonable amount of money. Um, our, our first one, uh, especially toward the end, because there were a lot of um, a lot of advertisers, a lot of people who wanted us to um, to do their stuff, um, and like integrating the gym with that as we've gone forward um, in some ways has been harder than I thought it would be because the, because content is, you know, the, you have to feed the beast all the time and your brain is not always on it. And I, I don't spend every minute of the day thinking about the gym anymore, but I fucking did at first for sure. And, and it was harder um, uh, for sure. And, and, you know, Mike and I are not getting rich here doing the gym either, um
0: everything's kind of a long process
1: yeah you're just playing a long game and some parts of it pan out and they pan out in ways that you don't really
0: expect yeah the uh it's kind of like cliche but like the not a overnight success meme or whatever a good really good example is my boy jp who i was just hanging out with jpg coaching for those that know him from the internet and jp's been doing youtube and content for like eight years and he suddenly had overnight sensation. Yeah, and then yeah. literally last year he pops off on TikTok, and now he has four million followers. But he's been coaching and competing in bodybuilding and fitness for like a decade. Yeah, you know, it just happens that he found a trigger or something hit during COVID on his TikTok, mm-hmm. and then now he's the guy. But It'd
1: be like if if uh, Alberto Nunez suddenly was a TikTok star.
0: Yeah, yeah. After
1: years and years of grinding. Yeah, and he's a little bit younger
0: and different generation, but exactly that. Yeah um Mm -hmm. where like yeah it's never like it's slow of a grind i uh i was talking to someone too on this last trip getting back from texas that um i forgot what we were just talking about past jobs or something i was like i don't think i've ever applied for a job in my life it sucks it's a really sucky process yeah
1: you feel like so judged all the time
0: yeah i've just never done it this has never been a part of i worked at a commercial gym and that was like as corporate as it gets for me and every other job I created, me and my dad ran a basketball league. Mm. I started a DJ company. I started a car wash company. I ran my own gym, and then other ones were people asking me to work for them in a way, right? Like Slingshot, I reached out and said, "Hey, do, you know, I see you, you have a company. Can I work there?" Basketball, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I never like applied, applied. It was either people asking me to work for them or like just forcing my own way. So I don't have a lot of reference, um, but stability is something that is forever lacking. I feel like when you're an entrepreneur Um, and that if you're not mentally ready for that and the content game, both of those, there's no stability in either. And so it does feel, I think you're going to be on a hamster wheel no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's just what hamster wheel you want to ride. um, And if you want to build your own hamster wheel.
1: And I think that the people that we know that have, have been financially successful, like very financially successful, those are the unicorns. Um And, some of it is about talent and some, and so much of it is about timing. Um, I, I I don't know. And another thing that's important to know is like, you you know, people, some people know us and, and maybe in certain circumstances, a lot of people know us, but you can't spend fame or recognition or anything else, you know, um, in, in, in this game, um, you have to figure out how to monetize yourself and uh I mean if you're if you're someone if we're talking I I I let's put it this way, I hope that we're not talking about um somebody thinking about shifting into uh content creation as a full time job or whatever without knowing you know what their what their backup plan is or Yeah. Something. Or even just
0: starting a business, right? Yeah. Like, and it's super popular to be an entrepreneur and like have side gigs now, but like yeah, you'll probably just have to add hours to your workplace rather than replace them in the beginning. Yeah. So keep your job and if you want to do something, start it on the side until it can take over and be financially-ish responsible. And obviously, a lot of it depends on where you are in life. If you got kids and a wife and husband or whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to make things a little bit more risky. So you probably got to Walk a little slower. If you're 22 years old, spending your "quote unquote" life savings on opening a business is a little bit more realistic, right? Right, because you probably have less money to begin with, right? You're you're only blowing
1: so much, and the chance to start over is right there in
0: front of you. Yeah, and yeah, the chances of you going, you know, homeless or totally broke is a little bit different, but it's so much situation dependent. Yeah, and I mean,
1: I I definitely have experienced in my life in in different um, circumstances situations where I was like really critical to making something happen. But it doesn't mean that I wasn't the person most likely to uh, capitalize on that either. Sure. I can be very valuable to a process and 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 then, you
0: know, essentially not be
1: valued. Yeah. Uh, I mean
0: that's the idea of just if you if you really want to be successful in anything, you have to do it yourself. Yeah, you have to pretty much control your
1: your. The, there's so much that you can't control. You can't control business conditions. You can't control, you know, whether or not there's going to be a recession or there's inflation or, you know, your costs are going to go out of control. You can't really control any of those things. Um, I, I would say that anybody looking to do anything it needs to figure out what the value is to your customer. If you are um, if you are providing a specific um, tangible value to somebody you're most more likely to have a success and it's i would say less of a gamble in some ways if you know that that uh the product you're providing and the business model that you can provide it in has some economic efficiency yeah a little you can, bit of market research yeah you can kind of do that at any point but then there then it's scale you know um some businesses just don't scale
0: yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why it is cool to be an entrepreneur all of a sudden. I guess it's probably social media, right? So you see the unicorns and they're flexing their Raris and yeah. Lamborghinis. So you think you want to live that life too, and they're on private jets and shit. But you know, there's also there's also different scales that are quote unquote successful, yeah. right? Like you can make six figures, not eight figures, as a business on your own and build a great life and be in control of yeah. your destiny, kind of thing. Not everyone's going to be, you know, Gary V, but um lateral to that I think anyone can be Gary Vee. kind of like you said there's luck involved for sure and there's mm-hmm. opportunity but I think if you like just don't stop eventually you're going to find it mm-hmm. if you put like conscious effort it's just like lifting will everyone deadlift a thousand pounds? no but you can get really fucking strong if you literally just don't stop use your resources and keep pivoting and adjusting your programming nutrition, sleep you're going to get mm-hmm. somewhere um and, and everyone has the opportunity to do something, and that is kind of the beauty of it. And that's the same with business. That's why we talk about, or at least I do, like the barbell just kind of being a, a microphone for our message because I think that's – when you let that translate to your business and your health and your relationships, keep pivoting, keep reinventing, keep trying new things, keep um, doing the old things better and better, um, you're probably going to get somewhere, but – I, I, yeah, I don't really understand the glamour of it. I guess, it, yeah, it's just the social media shit. Because it wasn't really much of a thing, I feel like, when I was growing up. No, not really. I thought it was rare when my friend's parents owned a business. Yeah, it was kind of a rare thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, just to change gears and, and let us run for a little bit longer here, um, I was just listening to a conversation uh, that was recorded earlier in the week about... Um, a part of the conversation was about the the Powerball. And how is approaching two billion dollars yeah. in in value, depending upon how you calculate it? I mean, two billion is they don't hand you a check for two billion dollars, right? And, and whatever, but that's just a ridiculous amount of money. And if if you had to do it in a public way, it would basically take you out of society, like you you know. And so you probably want to do it as stealthy as you possibly can. So if you're going to stealth that. Um, do you continue to do the work you're doing and just do it better? With you know, two billion dollars, yeah, with with better funding, just as down low as possible that you can with the funding. Do you do the same things? Do you like?
0: Yeah, probably, but just spread mega. Like, let's say they chunk you. Say you win two billion. Pass taxes and if you take the loan sum you end up with six hundred million or something, yeah, right? Which is so ridiculous still. So. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm probably going half of that to charity, quarter of that to my mom, a quarter, a quarter of that to good company and what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then the other quarter to just like real estate or something that's semi stable or long term stable. And then the third quarter, if I did my math right, of my own shit, yeah, I'm just fucking around, right? I'm buying a boat and maybe a car. Uh, a couple toys, but yeah, yeah, it's such an insane amount of money to spread a hundred million dollars six ways. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You can do you can do a lot of shit, but you yeah, probably wanna... hire people. Yeah, right? like that—that'd so. probably be the best. Hire experts
1: to make your business more. Yeah, yeah, more successful. Delegate. Even though, even though you don't need the profitability,
0: really. Yeah, because you have the money, but no. at the same time, yeah, you want to win, and, and you're in the position to help other people. Uh, yeah. I don't know how true it is, but uh, we saw Rogan. Um, perform with some of his buddies when we were in Austin and uh-huh. uh, I'm pretty sure like he just he puts on the shows and sure they all get paid by the club but I'm pretty sure Rogan pays his homies too because he kind of has fuck you money yeah. and he wants to support his buddies that are he thinks are talented and good and he can without batting an eye right? you know and I think that's cool so it'd be the same thing here you get you know, people you believe in, people from other companies that are maybe down on their luck, and now you can pay them a full time salary to use their skills to help your own brand grow. Which again, yeah, you don't need a profit, but it could go into the company in their own lives. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I think I think that would be the probably most beautiful. Like a, Perfect big, situation. a big give back.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the alternative is that you retreat to a fucking island that you buy in the Caribbean and yeah. and then you just don't interact with anybody and you don't ever do anything and yeah. you never gain any uh I just think you lose so much of the of the social possibility if you're when you're cut off like that. You don't you don't have anybody around you who isn't essentially paid to make you feel better about yourself as opposed to Yeah,
0: you'll find out who your real friends are for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And who's snaking? Yeah, I don't know. I can't even imagine to be honest. I,
1: I it's something like it's totally impossible stuff, but you know, you think about it, you think yeah. about the about the about the possibility of, of uh of just being overnight stupid, stupid rich. Yeah.
0: I mean athletes and people kinda go through it. I was watching the uh uh, I think it's the American story, or I forgot what it's called, but the uh, about Kurt Warner, the quarterback. Uh-huh. That kind of happened. You know, dude's playing arena football, probably making 50 grand. He's checking out people at a grocery store, probably right. making 20 grand. And then overnight wins a Super Bowl, and he's probably worth a couple mil. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's not a bill, but if you're from Iowa, you're, and yeah. you're driving a beat-up truck your whole life, and now you're 27 or whatever he was, 28, and you come up on a couple mil, it probably feels similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the the crazy thing is that some of that some of these
0: athletes just lose that money. Yeah, they just all of them. lose the, yeah, it's like yeah.
1: it's insanity. Same with lottery people though, right? They call it a curse, but it's just yeah. people
0: making poor decisions. Yeah.
1: You I I think that if you win more than 20 million dollars, you have to have a team.
0: Yeah. You have to have a team. But then even that, right? Like who do you trust? And that's the same thing with athletes. Like the athletes have a team. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your manager doing? What's your CPA doing? What's your agent doing? Do you trust them? Are they snaking you too? Yeah. It gets weird. Money, money makes people weird for sure. Yeah. No, I've certainly, (laughs) certainly
1: seen that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: Anyway, well, that's all I got. All right. Um, Brand new shows every Wednesday, Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Join Discord, 3sb.co. New clothes are on the way. Speaking of hurdles and pivots in clothing or a business, we're doing what we can. There's some circumstances overseas, as always, but we're working. Um, And, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Join the Discord. We'll catch you there. I'm selling mic everywhere you want to find me. I am at DJ McD. And all the social media this show is 50% Facts.
1: Where percent is a word and 50 is just a number. 50% Facts is a speaker prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And if you haven't checked out Wednesday's episode with Stan, I highly suggest that you listen to that because it is, uh, he took us in a different direction than I was expecting. We were just expecting to talk about one thing, and we ended up talking a lot about uh, kids in, in sports, particularly kids in lifting. And I, uh, turned it turned out to be a very interesting discussion. Anyway, we'll talk to you next Wednesday.